Hello friend, welcome back. I'm excited that you are back with me today. I have a super exciting, fun episode today. Is it your New Year's goal to get healthy this year at all? Is it a goal of yours to work on your health, improve the health of your family, make better food choices? I know it is one of my goals for sure. Health is something that I'm working on this year and I'd love to do it alongside of you. So in today's episode, I have some great tips for you because a lot of times people feel that when you are living frugally, it's really hard to purchase healthier options in the grocery store. We all know that processed food, the bad food for us is tends to be cheaper sometimes, or we think that way anyway. So today I have 31 tips on how you can eat healthier, while being on a budget, still following your grocery budget, and a couple bonus tips at the end for you as well. So stay with me. Welcome to Frugal Living for Families. Are you ready to help your family thrive, not just survive on a single income? If so, you are in the right place. Together, we are gonna save money, learn to be thrifty, budget the easy way, lower expenses, and work toward becoming debt-free. Hi, my name is Mandy Lewis, and I cannot wait to help you care well for your family, find peace, and change your family's financial future. So, reach your hand into those crumb-infested couch cushions, grab those loose quarters, and let's get saving. Did you know we have a Facebook group called Frugal Living for Families? I would love to have you come join me over there. We have a great community that supports each other and shares all of our ideas so we can continue to save money, get out of debt, and just improve our family's financial situation, even on one income. I want you to become a stay-at-home mom that you desire to be, or to thrive if you already are a stay-at-home mom and your family is struggling financially. Hop on over to the group. We'd love to have you over there. All right, the first tip for you is you've got a meal plan. Meal planning is extremely important when you are living a frugal lifestyle. It helps you stay on budget at the grocery store by planning out your meals in advance. So making sure that you're planning those healthy options in advance so that you know exactly what you need from the store, what you have on hand as well, and plan ahead. Otherwise you get to the store and you buy all the stuff that looks delicious to you, but isn't great for you. Tip number two is to use up what you have first. So always use what produce is about to go bad, something that has been in the drawer for a little bit. In fact, if you put those items into a bin a little bit higher into your refrigerator, not in the produce bin, but pull them out front and center, you can label a container use up first. And that allows your whole family to see what is important to use up first so that nothing goes to waste but use up what you have on hand in some healthy meals to stretch the time between grocery shops. All right, tip number three, buy produce when it's in season. That's usually when it's the least expensive because there is an abundance of it in stores and buy extra if your budget will allow and freeze the items for later. That way you always have the most fresh in season items throughout your freezer all year long and you can really stretch your budget by buying it when it is the least expensive to buy. 
and it takes a little bit of time, but once you do this with a few items regularly, each shopping trip, eventually you will have a year's worth of supply that you are just replenishing within each season. If you find that you will not be able to use up leftovers or extra produce, veggies, fruit before they go bad, freeze them in advance. Save them for later so that you still have that food and it doesn't get wasted and then you're purchasing more. Another time later on, you can pull it out of the freezer when you can use that item again and it will save you money at that point. Number five is create a list of healthy meals that your family likes and keep those in your regular rotation. This will make sure that you are purchasing items that you may need like sauces, condiments, spices that you will eventually continue to go through so that you aren't buying something just for one time. You'll use it up regularly and you already have your meal planning done in, for the future as well. Tip number six is to try more meatless meals. Meat can be very expensive and it's not even always very healthy. The healthier meat options are the most expensive meat options. So try some meatless meals, some recipes that you may have not tried before, cutting out more days of the week that you are eating that meat. It's healthier for you and better on the budget. Tip number seven is to experiment replacing some ingredients with less expensive ingredients. Now, meat is one of those options where it's very easy to replace with some plant-based foods that cost a lot less. Things like lentils or walnuts, mushrooms, those can all be ground up and made as a great replacement in tacos, stuffed peppers, enchiladas, chili. Beans are another great option that are way less expensive than meat, but have a lot of protein as well as fiber that are really good and healthy for you and will help you feel satisfied longer. So tip number eight is to just use less expensive ingredients throughout your regular meal planning. So look up more meals that are including those beans and lentils and anything that you may have on hand a lot. Like I know that at our local food banks, if that is something that you're using, families here get an excess of walnuts and almonds. Those can be ground up and used in a variety of ways, like even breads turned into a flour. Um, nuts that are greatly chopped up can be a meat replacement. Get creative and look online for those recipes where you can just buy the cheaper ingredients and stretch your dollars. Tip number nine is make a really big salad with a lot of different ingredients that you like. Make a huge one and have that actually be your whole meal. A salad is a great meal. Some people roll their eyes and I don't want to eat salad all the time. You don't have to eat it all the time. But if it is a huge meal for one of your dinners, then it can be really, really satisfying. Vegetables are full of water, which fills you up. They are full of fiber, which fills you up. And vegetables actually have a lot of protein. So by making a salad more exciting though, by adding some extra ingredients that you have on hand, bulking it up, it's going to go a long way. It's not just lettuce and be careful with your salad dressings, choose some healthier options, but salad dressing, making your own is very easy and way more economical. It's just a healthy oil, a healthy vinegar, and whatever spices you like. You can use things like tahini, sesame oil, curry, all kinds of different spices to change up the flavors. 
So research some different salad dressings and make your salad really healthy. And you'll be surprised that the more creative you get, the more you'll start craving those salads as meals and your family too. So tip number 10 is to shop the clearance items of the areas that you wanna purchase. So in your produce section at the grocery store, there will be a rack or a shelf somewhere where the produce that has been marked down, it is not going to last a lot longer and they mark it down greatly and set it there. So look for that area, but also even like the aisles with the pre-cut lettuces and salad mixes, those can tend to be a lot more expensive when you're not chopping up your own lettuce, but they get marked down often. So if you can use it up by that container size, use it up quickly or freeze it for later, that can be a great price for you and a lot less work. And yes, you can freeze lettuce. I actually freeze different salad mixes that I have that will be going bad if we're not using them up in time or anything that I've chopped up. I freeze them in individual packs and use them into my smoothie mix. They're great for smoothies. You can throw it in, you get your greens and you aren't wasting those greens that a lot of times in our house want to go bad before we eat that many salads. So smoothies is a great way to get your greens if you don't love them as well as a salad. Tip number 11 is not everybody's favorite, but it's important when you are getting healthy and that is to cut out things like sugar, the sweets, the extra snacks you're eating throughout the day, alcohol, any of those things cost a lot of money. And when you're trying to work on being healthier, they're working against you anyway. So just cut them out of your budget entirely. Don't have them in the house at all. You haven't spent the money on them and no one is tempted to eat them. Tip number 12 is check with your doctor first, but try fasting. Intermittent fasting can be a great way to just eliminate one of the meals of your day. Um, you can eliminate breakfast or dinner and it helps your body have time to heal anyway when it's getting a break from eating. So it will help you eat less and spend less on food at the grocery store by fasting and it can be really health healthy for you. But check with your doctor to make sure you are a great candidate for that as I am not a doctor and I, this is not medical advice. So check with your doctor first. Tip number 13 is to be willing to try veggies that you have never tried before because different things come into season at different times and different things will be a loss leader for a grocery store that they'll be offering or they have excess or that a lot of people don't purchase because they don't they aren't familiar with it so it may end up on the clearance rack so be willing to try new items if you've never tried turnips or rutabaga or eggplant or you name it anything that's a little bit different or not as common in the average household, look for those on deals and be willing to try them. Look up new recipes and ways that you can incorporate those. All right, tip number 14 is to check prices between frozen and canned varieties if you cannot buy fresh. And compare the prices, frozen typically tends to be healthier options, but sometimes canned is just less expensive and it's all you can work into your budget and that's okay. Any progress you're working on towards getting those vegetables in or anything that is healthier option for you, just compare the prices. A lot of times freezer items go on great sales. So that can be a, a time where you stock up on the frozen vegetables if you cannot get the items fresh or they are too expensive fresh because it's not in season. Frozen vegetables are usually picked, harvested, packaged, 
quickly when they are in season. And now they are fresh to you in your freezer at a time where they may not be in season or economical to purchase. Tip number 15 is if you are purchasing canned fruits or vegetables is to opt for the no or low sugar and no and low salt, no salt added varieties, things like that. Those are usually fillers to try to make it more appetizing. But as you stick with your healthy habits, your taste buds will change and they won't need all of that extra. You actually will prefer the real taste of the food versus all of that extra salt and sugar added or oils, things like that. Tip number 16 is a fun one. Get together with friends and have each friend bring a healthy dish, have it be like a potluck style. Any friends that are working on health in the 2024 as well, have each person create something that is a healthy dish and get together and sample them all. See which ones you like. It's a great way for you to learn new recipes that you don't have to buy all of the ingredients to try out and to avoid those that you don't. So you don't have to pay for everything and find out you do not like it, you are not willing to eat it, and it's such a waste of time, money, and food. So it can be a great way to share with friends and just have that social time, but focusing on that accountability of being healthy. Tip number 17 is to use spices to add flavor to your dishes without adding calories, salt, sugar, anything bad. Spices are a way to get a lot of variety in your foods too. So by using different spices, you're changing up the same vegetable each and every time. So if you have an abundance of something, um, it's a great way to change up the flavor and just make different dishes by using different spices to flavor the food. Tip number 18 is to try your hand at growing some herbs and some garden veggies yourself. Um, some fruits as well. Fruits can tend to take a little bit longer, but if you have the space and the time, start learning something that you can grow on your own. You can buy herb kits that are have a variety of herbs that are the most common that you can grow right in your kitchen windowsill, for example. That can be a great way to start. Um, seeds is actually gonna be the most economical way to grow something if you can get it to successfully grow. I have had things where I've grown well from seeds and other things that I prefer to buy the starter plant uh, when they are available. So just play with it, start learning and try your hand. Growing your own food, it tastes so much better and you can be really proud of yourself and can save money. Tip number 19 is to join a Facebook group or create one if it doesn't already exist in your local area where people can share the abundance of your garden growing. So anything that you have a lot of, maybe you miscalculated and you have way too many tomato plants, share your tomatoes with others who maybe have way too much zucchini growing in their garden. You can trade with people and post what you have extra and see what other people have extra and just share. That way everybody has a more variety of plants without growing yourself. Or if something didn't grow well for you that year, that can be a great way to get some extra from friends and family or neighbors in your community. Tip number 20 is to buy in bulk wherever it makes sense. So a lot of items that are healthier can come in bulk. Seeds and nuts are some examples. Spices are another example. Lentils, beans, there are a lot of variety of things you can buy in bulk. Check out your local store's bulk section and just see what's available to you and determine if that's something you want to incorporate into your healthy lifestyle or not and start checking some prices on those items. Sometimes it's more economical because you can 
buy a spice, for example, that you only need a tablespoon of for a recipe that you really want to try, and you don't know if you want a whole bottle of that spice. And it's a lot cheaper to buy in bulk a tablespoon of the spice versus an entire container of it if you aren't going to end up using it. Sometimes the packaging is more economical to buy the spices or the items in bulk, but other times the bulk is more economical. So compare and use your bulk whenever it's going to benefit your budget. All right, tip number 21 is to try out the generic versions of products that you use a lot. So if there are certain canned vegetables that you like, try the generic store brand. A lot of times they are manufactured by one of the companies that produces the name brand that you like. And so a lot of times it is the exact same product, but it has a different logo and therefore you save a lot of money without sacrificing any quality. Sometimes it isn't the same uh, exact product, but you like it just as much and it can save some money on your budget. So play around with different generic options and see which ones you feel are just as good of quality and now you can save that money going forward. Tip number 22 is when weather permits in your area, if you have farmer's markets, go check out what produce they have on hand. Local farmers grow sometimes without using all of the pesticides and, and different tactics that the larger companies, the larger farmers and agricultural companies have to use because these local farmers are just selling quickly, locally, small scale and so they don't have all of that added toxic chemicals and things and because they're easily selling right to you without having to paying distributors and uh, selling at wholesale they can sell their items for much less so you can get really great in-season products that are freshly picked so they are the most nutritious of all the produce you're going to find they were just picked and they haven't traveled somewhere for days and sat around and they're a lot less expensive and it's what's in season. So if they're bringing it to the farmer's market, they just grew it, it tends to be in season. And a lot of those farmers are producing organically, even if they are not certified organic. So ask your farmer how they grow and what their practices are. Um, shop your farmer's markets. You may save a lot of money and find some creative options as well. Tip number 23 is to always check the ingredients on the labels for anything added that you don't wanna be putting into your body. If you're trying to be healthy, maybe you don't want that added salt, sugar, bad oils. There are great oils for you and there are bad oils for you. Preservatives, anything added that names you, ingredients you cannot pronounce. There are about a hundred different ways for somebody, for a company to call sugar by a different name. So check your ingredients and really find the products that match what you're trying to put into your body right now. Tip number 24 is to make your meals at home instead of dining out. Even if a meal seems healthy at a restaurant, it's of course going to cost you a lot less money to make at home. So even if you have to buy a condiment that you didn't already have on hand, that may was maybe more expensive, if you are going to create that meal more often, you eventually will spread that cost of out and not have to pay for it on the future meals that you make with that same condiment. Dining at home is way healthier and way more economical on your budget. Tip number 25 is to try to make something from scratch at home that you typically buy already put together. So something like tortillas or bread, 
even sauces, nut butters, you name it. Think of something that you buy. The labor has been done for you before you purchase it. So, so in essence, you're buying something that's processed. See if you can find an easy, more economical way to make that item yourself. And don't get overwhelmed. Just start with one item and really get to where you're good at making that item before you move on and try to make anything else from scratch. Tip number 26 is to re just reduce the amount of processed foods you eat in general. Processed foods cost more because they had to spend the time creating that product, making it, putting it together, more ingredients, more preservatives they had to add. So just cutting out the processed foods is going to help your waistline, help your heart, and help your budget. Tip number 27 is to avoid all calorie filled as well as diet drinks. So this could be sodas, juices, um, even like the flavored sparkling waters that have sugar in them or anything that are like a sweetener that is not healthy for you like sucralose and aspartame and things like that. Avoid drinks that are flavored or sweetened or have extra added things that you don't want. The best drink really is water and also like black coffee, black tea are great healthy options for you as long as there isn't anything added. Like So by focusing on water and just cutting out drinks that actually cost you money, you'll be saving a lot of money. Tip number 28 is to shop the sales and the loss leaders that your grocery store has in their weekly ad. So they will put in loss leaders, which are certain products that they have a lot of that they got really, really, really inexpensively and they are passing on to you for potentially even a lower price than they paid for the item. This is done to get you into the store. They're hoping that you are going to buy way more than you planned on by going in for that item, but by sticking to your list and your meal plan and only buying the lost leaders, you're saving a lot of money. Tip number 29 is if there are certain healthier items that you are interested in trying out, contact the companies and see, they may be willing to send you a free sample of the product or at the very least a coupon to help you save some money if you are to buy the product. A lot of times the healthier items that we want to buy do tend to cost more money and we aren't sure if we're going to like them. So this is a great way to try them for free or to save some money if you plan on buying them anyway. Tip number 30 is to see if investing in a warehouse membership, it would be economical for you. A lot of times the warehouses like Costco, Sam's Club, get great produce and it's at a great price for you. So you do tend to have to buy more. So you wanna make sure that it's going to work for your family, that you're going to consume it or freeze it in the amount of time before it goes bad. Um, but the price per pound or per item can be much, much less and therefore over time ending up saving you more money than the membership costs you in the long run. And last tip before the bonus tips, the last food related uh, tip is tip number 31 is to refer to the dirty dozen and clean 15 list. So each year, there is a list that is put out by experts, Dirty Dozen, Clean 15, and this is to, the Clean 15 is to show you what items are the cleanest when they are conventional. So your produce that is conventional 
but doesn't have all the, the preservatives, the pesticides, the, the extra sprays and chemicals that needed to be put on the product to help it grow, the Clean 15 are those items that you can buy more conventionally, which saves you money from buying organic without all that extra toxic chemicals added. The Dirty Dozen is showing you the top 12 produce items that have the most chemicals and toxic items added to them in the growing process. And those can be the ones that you stick to when you want to choose organic produce. So organic, of course, costs more than conventional produce typically, but the by sticking to the Dirty Dozen and focusing on that list, buying organic only, and trusting the Clean 15 and buying that in a conventional format, you're saving money on at least those 15 items. Now check it each year because it does change. Some of the items change throughout the year based on common practices or things that the farmers dealt with that year that they had to combat. So it does change slightly from year to year. So make sure you're using this year's most current Dirty Dozen and Clean 15 list. And you stuck with me this whole time, I've got two bonus tips for you. These aren't food related, which is why they are the bonuses, but they will save you money in the long run on areas that will help you become a healthier you. And that first one is to drink way more water. Drinking half of your body weight in ounces a day is what is recommended. You may have heard the eight, eight ounce glasses a day, 64 ounces of water. But if you weigh more than twice that, what is that, 128 pounds, which most adults do, then you actually need more water than that. So half your body weight in ounces is what is recommended for drinking that water. That water will help you feel fuller. A lot of the time when we feel hungry, we actually are dehydrated and drinking a glass of water will help the hunger go away. So it can help us eat less food, help us be healthier, and our body just needs that water to continue performing all of the functions that a healthy body does. And the other bonus tip I have for you is to find, get creative on free ways to get your exercise in. So you don't have to be paying for expensive gym memberships, walking and jogging, of course, are free. Just go outside, hiking. Um, get creative though, there are a lot of workout videos on YouTube that are free, yoga, all kinds of workout videos. Find what you love, look for a variety, try them out and see what you love. Subscribe to different channels that are doing the videos in the type of exercise that you most enjoy. Change it up so you're trying different exercise routines at different times um, throughout the week. And there are so many free options. You do not need to spend money on getting your exercise. So I hope that list helped you out, at least with some tips that maybe you hadn't thought of. I hope that this year is a healthy one for you, and I'd love to know if you're on this healthy journey with me. So leave a comment if this is something that you're working on in this year, in 2024. It's something I'm working on. I would love some accountability partners, and I hope these tips bless your family, help you save some money by getting healthier at the same time. Feel free to share this list if you have a friend or family member who is also working on health goals this year and you may help them out as well. Blessings to your family. Take care.